What's up? Greetings to our audience, whether this is your first time listening or you have tuned in with us before. This is the Wellness and Health Action Team, otherwise known as WHAT, presenting What's Up? Wellness from the Third Floor. The WHAT team is located in Portland State University's Center for Student Health and Counseling, or SHAC, and is committed to supporting and advocating for the well-being of individuals and communities. In our podcast, we'll explore health topics that directly influence your well-being as a student at PSU. Now, let's get into it. All right. Hello and welcome everybody back to our podcast. This week's theme is kind of physical well-being, but we're going to take a little bit of a more specific approach and focus on sleep this episode and specifically sleep habits of college students. So how did you guys sleep last night? Very interesting question because I felt like the last two nights, like my first, like the night before, oh my gosh, it was so bad. Like I did not sleep at all. You know, Um, this is due to caffeination. So we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Um, But last night it was actually much better, but I think it was just because the night before I didn't sleep at all. So then, you know, last night was like kind of a recover night for me. Being able to get that sleep was, um, Definitely really nice because I can see the difference in my energy the mm. day before, like yesterday and today. So I slept good. That's good. <laughs> good sleep. Yeah. But you, Samin. Should I say the truth? <laughs> yes, say the truth. Say the truth, girl. Say your truth. Well, I didn't have very good sleep last night because it is midterms. Mm. And I also share my house with four other people who are also students here at PSU. So when at midterms, everyone has their exams, everyone is super busy, and the sleep schedule kind of gets a little messed up. But we are in the process of figuring things out for uh, ourselves. So we are talking about setting up quiet hours during the night, let's say 9 to 7 in the morning. So even for those of us who are not planning on staying up, staying up till late and work on their homework or whatever, their sleep doesn't get disturbed by others mm-hmm. in the house. And I think it's very important to set boundaries like that, especially when you are students and you are sharing your apartment. I think that's a really good idea. We'll definitely touch on that more too, because I think that a lot of people can relate to that as well, especially sharing their, their spaces. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I think before we get into like the college student habits, we should probably do like a little overview of just sleep in general. Mm-hmm. Um, do one of you guys want to start off, start us off on the stages of sleep? Okay. Yeah. Um, so stages of sleep, um, like, stage, like there are four stages of, uh, this is commonly known as NREM. I feel like a lot of terms people know the term REM sleep. And mm. before this, actually, I didn't know what REM stood for, <laughs> but um REMS just stands for rapid eye movement. Mm-hmm. So, but in this term, we're going to talk about NREM. So there, the first stage of that is just transition period, right? Between wakefulness and sleep. So that lasts around like five to 10 minutes, but of course it varies for everyone else. Um, the second stage is when your body temperature drops, right? So your body gets a little cooler um, and your heart rate begins to slow down. So that's around like 20-ish minutes, really. The third stage is when your muscles, so your body's really relaxing now, right? And your blood pressure, breathing also slows down. And that is when you're at your deepest sleep. So that's third stage. Um, And then fourth, also known as REM sleep, is when the brain becomes more active, your body is relaxed, 
Um, and that's when dream happens. And that's when, you know, rapid eye movement occurs. Right. And NREM is non, non, non yes, rapid eye non movement. Rapid, okay. Correct. So the first three stages got to be non REM uh, and then, or NREM. And then the last one, it would just be REM sleep. Damn. That's mm-hmm. so cool. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. My boyfriend just did a sleep study actually a few days ago. He um, contacted his insurance and then he got to sleep in this like, it kind of looked like a hotel room if it was scary and like loaded with a bunch of scientific equipment. And then there's just like a bed in the middle. And so he sent me pictures of him doing the sleep study and they, they were tracking him through his NREM and REM. Um, and he had all of these cords hooked up to him. It looked like a sci-fi movie movie. And he was like sending me pictures. So uh-huh. that, that makes sense. Like what kind of uh, different stages that they probably track. That's pretty cool. That is really cool. That's a cool experience. Scary, but at the same time, because, like, you know, you're yeah. sleeping and you're all hooked up to all these wires because they're like, mm, we're going to examine you. you know? <laughs> we're going to examine we're you. We're going to see how you sleep. But, like, at the same time, it's really cool because, you know, that's how we learn, right? For sure. Yeah. So, and then another part of um, sleep 101, I guess, is circadian rhythm, which is kind of your body's internal clock. It dictates when you feel most awake, when you feel most sleepy. And it regulates the timing of different physiological processes in your body. So that includes your sleep-wake cycles, uh, the REM and REM that Tina just mentioned. And this is over roughly a 24-hour period. Mm -hmm. Um, It helps you feel awake during the day, sleepy at night, make sure that you function well throughout the day and stuff. Um, And circadian rhythms can be changed and disrupted by a lot of things too. So if you have really inconsistent sleep patterns, um, that'll make you feel less of that like you need to be awake during the day, sleepy at night kind of thing, uh, light exposure, even travel and jet lag, which I'm sure we're all pretty familiar with or have experienced, and definitely stress and mental health too. So I guess going into that stress aspect, we're going to talk about common sleep challenges for college students. So things that are kind of specific to us as university students um, and how that affects our sleep. And um, I think, Samin, you had some really good points earlier in the episode too about uh, like having those quiet hours. Do you want to talk more about that? Oh, yeah. I feel personally for me in terms of sleep, um, navigating around shared, shared housing on campus has been the most challenging because in student housing, there's just so much happening, right? Everyone is dealing with their own things. Everyone has their own schedules. Everyone has their own preferences. And of course, there's a lot of parties. So it's, <laughs> really hard for a student to have that you know particular uh, sleep schedule for themselves Mm -hmm. yeah have you like shared a space um with anyone before like living in student housing or have you just you know is this like something you're used to or you're used to being more alone in like your own personal living space no, actually, this is my first time sharing an apartment with other people. Uh, earlier, I used to live by myself. So, yeah, it was my whole kingdom. I could sleep yeah. anytime <laughs> I want. Uh, I want to turn the lights on. I want to turn the lights off. It, it was all up to me. Okay. And I didn't have to, you know, uh, be mindful of anyone else's preferences or, uh, you know, schedules when I wanted to invite friends over. Mm-hmm. But I think now that... Uh, you have roommates, you need to uh, be mindful of what they would be comfortable with. Right. Yeah. That's so such this a good is point. A drastic change for Zameen here is that because, you know, like you said, you're so used to having your own space, you know, you don't really have to go with anyone else's preference um, or be mindful because 
you're kind of there alone. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I can imagine. I don't have roommates, but I did grow up like a, I'm. It's still I am. Like I'm. I stay with my parents, and I have a sister that um who's also there. So I don't really share like my room, but I feel like it's the space. You know, like mm. it's the overall space. But I'm just so used to it because I, you know, I kind of grew up that way. So I don't really. Yeah. <laughs> I, but I, I know what you mean by just having boundaries and stuff because I definitely felt that way. Like now that I'm in college, I, you know, stay on campus a little longer than when I did like in middle school or high school. And so I have to, you know, communicate. I feel communication is important. So I always have to communicate with my parents. I'm like, yeah, I'm here. You know, I'm just out. I'm in school. I'm doing this and that. Just letting them know, um, like, why I'm not home because, you know, we share space. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What about you, Sassy? Um, I just share space with my boyfriend. Uh, we live in Goose Hollow in student housing, but not specific to Portland State. So it's just you have to basically prove to them that you're taking uh, higher education courses and then that you can live in the building at better student prices. So it is a little bit like dorm living. I'm very grateful to have um, like we have our own bedroom and living room and kitchen. So that's really nice. And Luckily, thank goodness, somehow for the last like five years now, we have like the same sleep schedule. So I don't have to really worry um, about uh, like interactions between different sleep schedules. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, and I'm also very excited to have kind of my own space because I always grew up sharing a room with my sisters or again, kind of shared spaces with family and stuff like that. Um, I think there's that expectation of just kind of respecting that there's other people living in that space. You know, if there's people asleep, maybe don't go into the kitchen at 2 a.m., like <laughs> clanking dishes, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm very grateful. I lived in a dorm style apartment with three other people in my first year of college at Cal State Fullerton, but I also had my own bedroom. So I was, oh my gosh so grateful for that it was my first time actually having my own bedroom in my life oh, so wow. that was really cool wow. yeah. and it oh, best sleep of my life y'all best <laughs> sleep of my life so just like you were saying samin's kingdom i had sassy's kingdom and it was great so yeah that's i guess my experience yeah, yeah. for sure yeah i think when you're sharing spaces it's very important that you uh, think about other people who are sharing that space i mean i personally have had to tell someone to not vacuum the house at two in the morning. <laughs> two in the morning. They're like, no. the adrenaline, like, I got to keep my space clean, right? <laughs> at two in the morning. Yeah, you know those um, 2 a.m. thoughts, I need to change my life, right? This weekend, <laughs> yes. you cannot just act upon those feelings when you are sharing the house. Yes, <laughs> well said. Thinking out loud. <laughs> they just wake up in like a fever sweat at 2 a.m. They're like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be <laughs> as loud as I can. Like, they will understand. I'm keeping the house clean. Okay? Keeping the house like, clean. I'm doing good things. Yeah, I'm doing good things. Good you things. Won't be mad. <laughs> you won't be mad that they're losing sleep at all. <laughs> oh, my um, gosh. But speaking of, like, nighttime and habits like that, would you guys say that, like, you guys, you know, stay up late or you guys are more early bird? So. Oh. oh. The other word I was looking for is night owl, actually. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm a... I think at heart, I'm a napper. Mm. So I want, I'm just, I'm just sleepy throughout the day. And sometimes I just want to rest and take a nap. I think I'm more of a night owl than I am an early bird, but I'm kind of like in between this night owl and napper mm -hmm. label, I think. 
What about yeah. you guys? Well, I'm trying really hard to set up a schedule uh, so I can get my eight hours of uninterrupted sleep. Mm-hmm. So some things that I do is I just don't use my phone when it's bedtime because once I open Instagram and I go to the real section, I'm not Ooh. coming back. That's hours. <laughs> That's I get one that. hour. <laughs> That's hours of sleep interruption right there. But yeah, now, yeah, I asked that because I feel like you know, depending it, like if you're a day person or you're like a night person, it affects your sleep. Oh yeah, you know, for sure. Because I know for me, if I sleep past a certain time, like I'm because normally I ranged like waking up at like six or seven a.m. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is so early. Okay, so you're you're yeah you're an early bird. I think I we am, all knew this, but I'm because like I'm an early bird by like force. <laughs> That's yeah. not bad, but it's because I don't like waking up like no one really likes waking up early because like you're, you know you have to wake up you know oh it's so dark it's cold you know mm-hmm. but it's because i know i will prefer i'll be happy with myself you know long term if i get work done you know by an early time mm. so i try to have my work scheduled mm. like and or like in the morning like morning shifts and try to you know do work with my friends or do any studies like that before like i would say 3 p.m because after that, um, my brain is like, I'm done for the day. I can't yeah. do this. Please don't make me do it, you know? And so, yeah, for me, it's like if I sleep past that time, you know, I'd be like, oh, my goodness, the chunk of my morning's gone. I can't take it back, you know? Uh, oh, so yeah. I, I, I can't stay up late, so yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> I think that's a healthy mindset that, like, you you found what works for you yeah. um, in relation to, like, your own sleeping schedule. I have, this, I have, like, the same kind of feeling, but for me, it's not six to seven. It's like... <laughs> It's like 9 a.m. <laughs> you know, if I sleep past like 9, 9.30, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I should probably get up and start doing things. But if I wake up at 8.30, I'm like, wow, I'm such an early riser today, guys. I'm doing so well for myself. <laughs> so, yeah, different yeah. sketches for different people. That's actually a great segue because um, for me, I know this isn't doable for everyone uh, based on schedules or options. Uh, available, but I purposely do not choose classes that start at 8 or 9 a.m. Because for me, I can't wake up at 6 or 7 and be functioning like throughout the day as I normally would. So I know for a fact that if I choose an 8 or 9 a.m. starting class, I am going to have a bad time and I'm not going to be learning. Right. I think about like a 10 or 11 class is perfect for me. So mm-hmm. I usually try to do that, but I know that's not always like an option. But that is definitely the reason why I did not get good grades in my very first year of school because I chose all 8 a.m. classes. And I, ooh, it was I, not. I, you felt the instant regret, didn't you? Instant <laughs> regret. I was not going to class and I did not do well because it just didn't work with my sleep schedule. Mm-hmm. And then finally I was like, wow, if I take afternoon, early afternoon or lunchtime classes, like I actually, I'm actually learning something. This is yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really good like i'm glad you shared that because i know <laughs> i know some students are gonna be like oh my gosh i'm just gonna take the earliest class i get it you know out of the way yeah so i can do my studies in the afternoon but that's not the whole thing you know you want to pick a time where like you can actually function your brain's awake you know you can actually take in the knowledge instead of just kind of being there and like i'm here because i have to exactly i'm gonna leave in like two hours <laughs> yeah you know and so yeah for sure i agree what are your guys's favorite uh time slots for classes when when they're available, like your your most opportune class Does time. Class <laughs> well, I think that does. Like, yeah, because that's all on your own time. Online yeah. classes are all on your own time. For me, uh-huh. it doesn't work, but like for you guys, like 
do you prefer the online format because you get to put it to your own schedule or do you prefer like a in-person at a specific time kind of class I prefer online because the last few terms I've been fully remote (laughs) and um but I did take like I think my first term yeah fall of last year my first term at uh, PSU all my classes were in person and it was really cool because each of my classes were like at a different time so one was like in the morning the other was like in the afternoon Mm. and then I had one that was like three so it was like early evening I guess you know and so like I kind of get got to see like which one I like the most and I think I kind of prefer like the 10 a.m one mm, you know such are, a good those are just perfect, perfect you know like yeah. you're you're awake like you had time to wake up you know and you're there everyone somewhat has energy you know mm-hmm. so yeah 10 10 a.m it was in person yeah how about you I personally really like the online class system because I feel that I'm a lot more focused when I'm in my own space because um, you know that's my comfortable space I got the snacks that I want I can sit mm-hmm. comfortably in my pajamas and I can just focus better in class when I'm in my comfy space as compared to you know traveling all the way and going somewhere else mm-hmm. yeah. what do you think yeah I think so uh for me personally I cannot do online classes very well I think that this is something a lot of people can relate to uh, in terms of how it affects your sleep schedule and specific to college students is procrastination. <laughs> I am a chronic procrastinator. I'm trying to do better. I'm, I'm actively trying to fix it. Um, but especially I'm a bad procrastinator when it comes to online classes and I have all online classes this quarter. Um, so I usually end up studying or doing assignments like late at night, usually the night that they're due, just because I'm not really good about uh, making my own schedule. I usually prefer to have like, oh, my class is from 10 to 12 on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I know that I want to try and get my work done before the next class. So for me, it's a little bit hard to kind of keep my own schedule. Um, And so I'll usually have like all these stressors of looming deadlines um, and I'll do assignments late at night, like on my computer Mm -hmm. uh, the night that they're due. And like sometimes I'll have a lot of assignments due on Sunday. So then I find myself like, oh, crap, it's already Sunday. I have seven assignments due tonight. Yeah. And then I end up staying up really late. Um, I'm on technology way too close to the time that I fall asleep at. I'm interrupting my circadian rhythm. Mm -hmm. Little throwback to the beginning of the episode there. Um, And I just go to sleep stressed because I know that I have so much more to do and I should have a better schedule. Um, Some of the ways that I'm trying to fix that is putting, I just found out that you can link. So on Canvas, where we usually have all our online classes at PSU, um, there's a way to go into the schedule. You know how it shows you like a picture of the month calendar? Mm -hmm. You can link it and then copy and paste that link into your Google Calendar. And then you can put all the assignments put in your Google Calendar, which I had no idea. Whoa. I know. That, like, another blew my mind. <laughs> I know. Honestly, shout out to Instagram Reels for that. Ooh. I know. <laughs> Was it from the late night? Yes. <laughs> yes. So, you know, got a little tip from there. Yeah. But I've been doing that. That's been helping a lot to just kind of get little notifications on my phone. Like, oh, you have three assignments due tonight. Great. Amazing. That's been helping me. And then I also put it in a physical calendar. Yeah. But yeah, um, that definitely negatively affects how I go to sleep at night because I'll usually just stay up one day doing all the online homework. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can totally agree with that because with online classes, 
a lot of the assignments are like most of my classes, like you said, like they're all due on on Sunday, like Sunday night or something yeah. like that. And a lot of times like when I when I was new to online classes, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, it's Sunday. I have the whole week. Yes. But when you start breaking it up, you're like, oh god, because you're not you're attending, especially classes that doesn't have any like scheduled meetings at all, like yeah. Zoom or anything like that. The professors really load you up with assignments to keep you mm-hmm. busy. And I remember um, from one of my classes that I was like looking at the syllabus, um, my professor basically says, like it's like one hour of like lecture is like twice as much as you need to take, like two hours or three hours of studying that lecture. So, (laughs) so if you have like two or three lectures, that's like twice as much that you need to, you know, invest your time into a week. Mm. And so I was just like, that's a lot of hours, you know, when I was just thinking about it, but they're not wrong. Cause like one lecture, you can't just sit through and just watch it. You need, you really need to take notes. You need to do some things for you to like, you know, retain it. Mm -hmm. Cause it's just a whole hour just sitting there and looking at the video. I can't, I can't do that. But um, I'm glad you know, we found ways to incorporate like the whole Canvas and Google Calendar thing. I love Google Calendar. I'm yeah. just gonna say that. I love it so much. It's great. My life would probably fall apart if I didn't have Google Calendar. So shout out to Google shout Calendar. Shout out to I Google guess. Calendar. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, what are other what are the other, you know, challenges that affects our sleeping habits? Mean, do you have any besides the whole roommate thing and like disturbing your besides schedule. your roommate vacuuming at 2 a.m.? <laughs> I'm sure there are other things besides your roommates. No, I think what you eat really matters Ooh. a lot, mm-hmm. right? Yes. yes, a lot mm-hmm. of times people will be drinking uh, these beverages or these energy drinks mm-hmm. without realizing the amount of caffeine that is in there. And then you wonder why you can't sleep at night. Tina. <laughs> yes, a couple of days ago, we had a moment, okay? I, you know, drank a, a little more than I usually do. I was bouncing <laughs> off the walls. And then I had a caffeine crash when I got home. And it did not end well that night. Oh. <laughs> that was two nights ago. That was the night I was talking about. That's so funny. Um. So, yeah, go on with the whole caffeine situation. I'll let you talk about it. Someone yeah. who seems like they have more control. No. <laughs> we have to be very um we have to pay attention to the amount of caffeine that we are taking in throughout the day. And don't eat heavy meals right before bed. Don't have food that is, you know, high in sugar or something that is too spicy because it's gonna affect your digestion and it can cause you uh, discomfort which leads to bad sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think that's especially applicable like for us as college students. I feel like so many of us have really irregular eating schedules too, just because mm-hmm. of classes and work and being on campus and things like that, that sometimes I will find myself like I'll have, I'll have a little breakfast and then I kind of won't eat for the day. And then all of a sudden it's like 8 p.m. I have to go to bed soon and do my homework, but like, oh gosh, I really need to eat something. So I'll like mm-hmm. make myself eat a big meal and then that definitely affects how I sleep that night. So it's yeah. kind of like finding the times throughout the day to eat well. Or if you have your caffeinated beverages, not having them too late. So that yes. way um, you can use the caffeine on doing academic work or yeah. work work mm-hmm. um, and then going to bed and having a good sleep. No, I like you mentioned about like having um, like the meals because sometimes I've noticed that like when on a day where like I'm so busy, I don't even eat you know like it's, mm. and like the thing about it you don't feel the hunger until you like you know get home you put your stuff down you're like man i'm hungry you mm-hmm. know 
and like just that idea of like oh i should eat something but then you're ending up eating it so late you know and like you know we all know eating like at a later time is not good it's not healthy for us in many ways but um for me it's just really bad because i eat one big meal and i feel like that's it you know mm. and then i'm like oh i'm good i'm full you know and but that's not good for me because that meal probably doesn't even have all the nutrients that i need you mm. know at once and so eating is yeah that's a good one i'm glad yeah. you brought that one up especially college students like you mentioned mm-hmm. yeah. yeah we eat whenever we eat really yeah <laughs> No, I really try not to eat anything past 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. or 8 p.m. It depends. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually so true. <laughs> it depends. It all depends, okay? But yeah, if I'm like really hungry at night, I will fix myself a small snack, mm-hmm. like something like a honey toast. And mm. I think honey does um, help you with sleeping better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's right. Um, but another thing I was thinking as part of eating and drinking, but it's drinking water before bed. Oh, yeah. I have like, because like, okay, on a busy day, right? I don't drink water or whatever. And then I get home like, mm, let me drink my water. And I'm, I ended up drinking it like literally before bed. And it disturbs <laughs> my sleep because, you yes. know, once you drink too much water, you better let it out. Mm-hmm. So that just, it, and like for someone who has a small bladder like myself, I have to use the bathroom more often, you know? And that's me having to wake up mm. at night to use the bathroom. And so... Do drink water, like stay hydrated, but like don't drink too much before bed. You know, like have mm. a glass next to your bed if you need it, you know, in the middle of the night or something like that. But like just sip on it rather than like chugging it like what you would do, what yeah. you should do during the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, if you have a glass of milk right before bed or, you know, low fat dairy products like a bowl of yogurt, mm-hmm. it has these amino acids that promote good sleep. Mm-hmm. So oh. that's a yeah. good hydrating and snacky thing for bedtime yeah caffeine free herbal tea oh yeah right mm-hmm. yeah yes. tea that can actually help makes you feel relaxed and soothe you before yeah, yeah those are i was really good. Uh, sometimes like after like a rough day of school or like i did a lot of work that day i'll like cozy up with a little cup of chamomile tea and i just feel so like girly pop i feel so self-care queen yeah. idol icon um yeah. <laughs> yeah that goes in a lot i feel like it's self-care you mark that off you know yeah it feel good mm-hmm. a lot of times like these herbal teas have really great health benefits right and sleep of course oh yeah um so helping with sleep but now let's go over to what's not gonna help our sleep so how does how does technology how does technology Ooh. affect our sleep you guys i mean i think as college students we use technology a lot it is it, it is wrapped into our curriculum in ways just i mean technology is part of our lives now. And that's just kind of a fact. And so it's also part of our academic lives. And as students, I think we use technology so much. And oftentimes, I think if you're like me, you end up using it to do your homework late at night. And you know, those uh, that blue light kind of stimulates a part in your brain that kind of makes you think uh, it's daytime. And so you have to stay up to do either your work or to be active throughout the day. Um, So I definitely notice that if I'm doing homework late at night, on a screen, I will have a harder time falling asleep than if I put away the screens like maybe an hour or two before bed. Um, and then I also find myself like scrolling at night <laughs> mindlessly, um, doom scrolling. One thing I would like to mention is that like work too, because I feel what we do for work at what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of like, you know, screen time. Like a lot of the things we do is screen time. And so that's like, school work and then you get home and then more work you know so that's a lot of screen time at once 
And um, yeah, it's like this. I think everyone is guilty of like the phone like, scrolling through. Oh yeah, your phone thing before bed because you know you're just laying there, and especially when you can't sleep, you're like, what do I do? You know, like of course mm-hmm. there are other things you could do, but then like I feel like for us now it's just I'm just gonna turn over and grab my phone and scroll through until our eyes feel tired that's what my mom says she's like i'm gonna look at my phone until my eyes get tired like, oh okay. yeah i've done that <laughs> i've done that myself but yeah for sure also this whole thing of using our phones in bed reminds me of something i read in this book recently the book is called 24 7 late capitalism and the ends of sleep and the author's talking about you know how capitalism is turning our lives into this 24-7 continuous never stopping process where you are either producing working nonstop or you are consuming nonstop mm-hmm. and that's uh, how lives have actually become for us right even at the end of your day which is supposed to be your time your you know your relaxing time you are on your phone and you are looking at things that you could buy on amazon <laughs> right it's so true. And as students, too, we're consuming so much. Like throughout the day, we're consuming knowledge. And then at the end of our day, we're consuming capitalism. <laughs> we're consuming <laughs> you know? capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sure. Everywhere you go, you are just surrounded by ads and, you know, yeah, the stuff you could buy, stuff you need. And you don't need all that stuff, guys. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. And sure. I don't know about y'all, but as a student, I am not making enough money to fund my want to consume all of this stuff. So <laughs> my desire, my desire <laughs> to have all of these things. Right. I cannot fund that desire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Capitalism hates sleep because that is the only time you are not participating in it. Ooh. Right. Wow. Sleep its enemy. <gasps> Snaps to that. Wow. Pop off. Okay. Yeah, and actually, that's a um, quote right there, guys. Mm-hmm. Take it out. <laughs> okay, so there's a study. Ten years ago, the average amount of sleep for an American was one third of their day, and right now it is one fourth of the day. Mm-hmm. Really? So yeah, capitalism wow. is actually affecting our sleep, and it just wants to reduce our sleep. And honestly, I'm very critical of this whole, you know, hustle culture that. Yeah. Uh, you know, you don't want to sleep. You want to be working hard. You want you want a side job. You want to do this and that. We need to prioritize sleep, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially as students who, you know, we have so many different kinds of schedules in our lives. Mm-hmm. And that really interrupts that. Right. I feel that this whole hustle culture is really rooted in capitalism and this hunger for productivity and mm-hmm. consuming and... Yeah, it just hates for you to fall asleep. Yeah. Protest and sleep, guys. That's how you do it. Protest the system. Go to bed. <laughs> Take a little nap. Be eepy. Be eepy. Yay. <laughs> sleep stay, is resistant. Stay tuned for the gear. Be eepy. <laughs> But yeah, that, yeah. Do we want to say anything again? Because we were overlapping? No. <laughs> I think it's fine. Yeah. I think we're okay. Um, but yeah, you mentioning how like getting just just that hustle culture, you know, it's like making you feel like, oh, I need to sleep less. That means I have more time during the day to be productive. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have the energy to be productive, there's really no point. Yeah. Know? Like there's no purpose in that at all. Um, and especially for college students, I feel like, sleep is so important because it affects our academic performance and if you're not getting sleep enough like yeah yeah, for example we a lot of us have 
exams and stuff, you know, oh, I got to study, study, study. But study shouldn't be all of it. You should be eating well. You should be resting. You should be getting good sleep before that day. Because if you don't, the chances of you forgetting everything you were studied is pretty high. Yeah. There's so much to remember to keep ourselves healthy, guys. (laughs) There's too much. There's too much. Mm -hmm. And we, I mean, I feel like so many of us have different and irregular schedules too that really impact how we go to bed at the end of the day. You know, none of us have the same work schedule or school schedule or social schedule or anything like that. And I definitely feel like once you get into the workforce, you have a pretty similar, you know, there's no homework, right? For first of all, there's no like study time. I guess it kind of varies by job, but like roughly you kind of go by this like nine to five uh, average full-time schedule. And when you leave work, you're done. And then you get to go to bed at the end of the day at Mm -hmm. a kind of similar time because you have this regular routine, but we don't really have that. And sometimes people can find situations to make their own routine, but that's also really hard. And so I think that inconsistency also definitely affects your circadian rhythm towards the end of the day too. Mm -hmm. Honestly, um, I think the whole culture of online classes, online work and um just being able to do anything remotely is also influencing this culture in some way because we are just available to work anytime we can be expected to work anytime so earlier you could say that oh i'm at home or this is my uh right the night would be your resting time but i think that whole thing is changing now Right. That's such a good point. Like every house is a potential workstation at all times, right? Wow. Yeah. That's a really good point. Right. That is a really good point. I shouldn't, you know, like I shouldn't feel like I need to do all of my work from like 5 to 10 p.m. Mm -hmm. when, because that's like, you know, my work isn't due until like about midnight. And if I don't put myself on the perfect schedule, which is already hard because my schedule is inconsistent, then I'm going to end up mixing my resting time and my working time, which absolutely affects the way that I sleep. You know, if I feel like I didn't get a good, I feel like there's resting in a sleepy way and then there's resting in like an awake way. Mm -hmm. And if I feel like I didn't rest well throughout the day in an awake way, then I won't be able to rest in a sleepy way. (laughs) So it just, you know, it, it, it's all a vicious cycle, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> no, it totally makes sense. And we need to prioritize resting, guys. Mm-hmm. Our days yes. are really stressful enough. You know, the environment mm-hmm. we're in, the people we're surrounded with, the work we do. And that's not even to mention relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, like trying to balancing it all is a lot. While try- trying to take care of yourself, the people around you, and like, you know, just being there, being present. It's hard. Yeah. For sure. And kind of throwing back into um, our last podcast episode on environments, Mm. I think like if you if all of these factors that we're just talking about, like contribute to a bad sleep environment, oh, girl, your sleep is going to be bad, you know, (laughs) so (laughs) I think prioritizing what makes your sleep environment uh, the most productive is also a huge part of our day to day lives as students. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So what do you guys usually do? For you to have a better uh, night's sleep, <laughs> I I have to have the cutest bed sheets. Oh, <gasps> okay, oh, that's cute. Oh my goodness, now I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, please. Do you, do you change it out often, or are you just? Yeah, I change it very often, and 
I've got all these different colors. I've got pink. I've got lavender. So Aww. whatever I'm in the mood for, it's just my little way of um, celebrating my sleeve. I okay. guess. All that right. is so cute. See, I, I love that because I mean, she really values her sleep. Yes. You know, like you're like, it's a sacred place. Yeah. <laughs> I got to keep it cute. I got to keep it nice. But I like that. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's so poignant. You're making your sleep environment what like is best for you. You know, you come home after a day of work in school and then you come home to this really cute bed and you're like, man, I'm excited to go sleep in this really cute pink bed. <laughs> lilac purple bed you know that's like that's like the best feeling ever that's such a good point uh-huh. now i gotta go take notes my bed's kind of boring it's so dark <laughs> mine is gray oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna have to be like oh okay cute mine may be so not that big of a bed. it's okay but yeah we gotta take notes we gotta make our bed look cute too i know do, do you have all the throw pillows and stuff like that too? oh definitely oh i see that mm-hmm. <laughs> and i have this little monkey soft toy that just hangs above my uh oh. pillow oh he's just so cute he keeps me company does he have a name monkey <laughs> Okay, I'll take that. I love that. That's adorable. That's also how I make my bed really cute. I have, um, so I, I sleep in a bed with a man. So obviously my bed can't be like way too frilly because he, you know, we got to cater to each other's, you know, we have to find a good, um, what's it called? Middle point that we can both meet Uh at. And so he gets like a really cute gray duvet and I get all of my stuffies on the bed so it's kind of like you know it evens itself out I have a giant pink cat on my bed and then I also okay. have a giant bunny on my bed ah oh, I should get great. a monkey too I should get a monkey and name it monkey <laughs> monkey 2.0 monkey 2.0 yes oh that's nice yeah. what else do you guys do um let's see I you know, I try to, before I go to school or class, or no, not class, because all my classes are online. <laughs> JK, I lied. Before I go to school for uh-huh. work, um, I always try to make my bed. And I feel like a lot of people, even I did, I have like, I used to have the mindset of like, why make my bed when I'm just going to get <laughs> in bed and mess it up at night again? There's no point. But yeah. there's something so nice about making a good sleep environment where like, now I get to get into bed and it's all made and I get to come home and um, I try not to do any of like my homework on my bed either. Like at, I prefer to do it at a desk or at a table. So like when I come home after work, after doing my homework, I get to go into my bedroom and I see my bed and it's just like a, it's a good, it's a good environment to be in. So mm-hmm. I, I try to make my bed as often as I can. No, you're right, Sassy, because if you do homework or other things on your bed, your brain just starts to associate the bed space to those things. You don't yeah. want that. Okay, you you want your brain to think, okay, this is my bed. This is EP time. <laughs> right? I love that. EP time and EP time only, you know, like mm-hmm. you don't want it to be like more time. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, no yes. work time on the bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no work time on the bed. Unless you're putting in the work, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, definitely. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. What about you, Dina? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. Like bed is. I I'm guilty of that of doing work in my bed because. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I just I love my bed a lot and I, I I like I just like being in my bed you know and especially when like it's on days where it's like a little chilly you know I want to be comfortable in my bed I have like a hot tea or like you know hot chocolate by my bed I'm just sitting in there doing work I just want to be comfy that's it you know yeah. but you're super right because like if you do if I'm doing all my work in my bed and then I'm like oh it's EP time I'm still in that bed you know what I mean yeah. so like my brain can't like disconnect from work and that's like super important because especially when I have online classes, I'm already doing work, you know, at home. So I'm like, don't do that. Yeah. Um, I see another thing. Ooh, uh, I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but I kind of like taking showers before bed. I also like taking showers before bed, just yeah. not wetting my hair. No, yeah, yeah no, like not wetting shower. my hair. Like a body shower. There you go. Yes. Like, it's just like, I feel clean, you know, and like if it's a hot shower, you feel all nice and warm and you're getting mm-hmm. to like your under the covers so like you know it's like it's like like super comfortable and like super relaxing and like i can feel like my muscles like you know relaxing after that hot shower so shower is definitely super nice body shower because i don't want my hair wet when i'm yeah no that's not cool Mm -mm. (laughs) no not trying to sleep on wet pillows yeah um but yeah that's what i do yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's really great to set up these little rituals that you do before bed to get your, uh, you know, to get your brain into the sleepy zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is very random, but this is something that I do. I moisturize my feet really well. <laughs> you know what? Continue. Yeah. Actually, no, no, please, no, please, please. We're going to learn something from this. We are learning so, from listen me. Yes. <laughs> This is my little self-care routine. I'm, I'm going to get into bed and I'm going to put this uh, butter. Oh, foot butter. butter. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say no, buttercream, like but that would be totally wrong. Cocoa butter? Cocoa butter. Right? Shea butter. Yeah, cocoa butter. Okay, cocoa, cocoa butter. butter. Okay. Cocoa Shea butter. butter. Okay. None I, of the I'm butter. Just gonna okay, a yeah, butter okay, cream. <laughs> I think it's really great to develop these little rituals that you do before bed to get your mind into the uh, sleepy mood. When I get into bed, I'm going to put my moisturizer on. I'm going to moisturize myself really well, and especially my feet. And that is the moment that my brain knows that, okay, we are not getting out of this bed. We are just going oh. to settle in here. Oh, my God. That's actually so genius. I'm going to try that. Mm-hmm. Wait, that is so genius because once your feet are moisturized, like you you're don't want to walk around because then you're going to get all like the lint and like dust and stuff on your feet because they're all nice and moisturized. It oh, forces genius. you to stay in bed. Right. Oh my gosh. I'm learning so much. That is so genius. Yes. You know what Sassy's going to do tonight? <laughs> I, you, y'all know my feet are going to be moisturized tonight. And you know what, Samina? I bet you have no calluses on those feet. I bet they are. I bet they are pristine. You know? <laughs> Uh, How long have you been doing this? Okay, I can show you. This is a different kind of podcast. We have fun here at what? We do. That's really nice, though. We can all learn from that. Yes. How long have you been doing that for? Um, It's been a a few months, and I really like it because... Um, I related to rest also and self-care. Mm-hmm. So that is all me time, right? I'm taking right. care of my body. I am resting, showing myself all this care. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then I'm having a good sleep afterwards. So that is my sleep ritual. Wow. 
Beside the 2 a.m. vacuum thing. She yeah, was, yeah she that got wasn't, that's the roommates. That's the roommates. So yeah, you're like, that's not my problem. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing her fa- You're controlling what you can control. There you yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's really nice. But it is pretty rough having to wake up and walk out with your moisturized, nice feet <laughs> at 2 in the morning. <laughs> you drank too much water and you have to get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. We totally talked yeah. about that. <laughs> oh, you know what? I think that would also be great for um, students who work, like, after school and who work late night shifts and they're on their feet a lot. I'm sure that would be really helpful. Um like a helpful tip for them to not only help their feet feel better after standing on them all day, um, but also, yeah, to stay in bed and to yeah. help themselves sleep. Mm-hmm. And especially huge. colder weather too, your skin just tends to get dry. Yeah. More yeah. dry. Here though. Yeah. Why is this becoming a foot? <laughs> <laughs> this is becoming a foot episode. <laughs> well, moving on to another challenge that um, students face uh, when it comes to sleep habits. I think a really quick one would just be commute. Um, we are a commuter school, transfer school, so we have a lot of commuter students. Um, students who have a long commute can face way more challenges in managing their sleep schedules. I mean, there's transportation issues. Uh, time spent on commuting will definitely cut into your available sleep time. Um, I think all three of us are pretty lucky to live pretty close to campus, so that's not something we deal with, but just wanted to acknowledge that really quick because mm-hmm. I know I have um, one, one of our coworkers, Lupita, she lives like, what, 30 minutes away? And that's, you know, yeah. that digs into your day, you know, that really digs into your day, especially your sleep time when you have to factor in a 30 to an hour long drive and then also have to factor in homework and work and maybe picking up your kids and yeah. having me time. And then at the end of the day, also going to bed on time. Right. That's a lot. Like you mentioned, like I know at PSU, we have a lot of students who are parents, you know, and yeah. that's like a whole lot. They have to go pick up their kids, you know, like that's just more time. Oh, so. didn't even think about this, but yeah. they're also not only managing their sleep schedule as like a parent and student ones. and worker, they're managing their kids' schedules. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's a lot of managing sleep. <laughs> to all the parents out there, y'all are doing great. Y'all mm-hmm. are doing great things. Yeah, for sure. Commuting is, uh, it, and like, because I, for someone who doesn't like drive, you know, like myself, I have to rely on other people's schedule. You know, like my sister who's, you know, I'm very fortunate to have her like offer to take me to campus whenever I have have to be on campus for work. Is she a student Um, right now as well or does she graduate? She graduated already. She graduated two years ago. She also went to PSU. So yay! Yay. (laughs) She's an alum. Um, But yeah, she understands that like, you know, public transportation can be inconvenient because for me, it it literally takes like 20 minutes for a normal drive to get to PSU. Mm -hmm. But if I took like a bus or something like that, It'll take like an hour, yeah, an hour twenty minutes with it, and I'm like, you know, like I, I'm just like I, I have places to get to, and I don't really want to put that much time mm-hmm. into commuting, but definitely having to work with other people's schedule around me as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we had a nice talk today about building good sleepy habits, and here's a little wrap up of what we learned today. We spoke about circadian rhythms and how they are the key to maintaining healthy sleep habits in college. Mm-hmm. Like managing academic stress um, and irregular sleep schedules can all impact our rhythms too. And we talked about like a lot of our personal experiences with that and different challenges that college students in general face when it comes to uh, how it affects their sleeping habits too. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, you know, switching up on your sleeping routine or habits, not an easy thing to do, you know, and, and it can't happen overnight in one sleep. Right. And so just taking the small steps, um, huge milestones. So, you know, uh, just a little adjustment to like your sleeping habits, like, oh, I want to, you know, um, be off my phone for 20 minutes before bed or, you know, just being more active during the day, like going for a walk or something like that. Cause I know that, you know, physical activities can kind of help induce better sleep at night. Um, and definitely I know a lot of us can, <laughs> can relate to this, but we can't control our environment, like not a hundred percent control our environment, but let's try to do what we can to make ourselves feel comfortable in the space that we call our eepy time. <laughs> yes. Well said. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. We will see you in our next episode and sweet dreams. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the What's Up podcast. We at Shack are fully committed to the physical and emotional health and wellness of PSU students. Please call ahead to use our health services for flu shots, free COVID testing, or general appointments at 503-725-2800. Counseling services are still available via telehealth, and you can schedule your appointments by calling that same number, 503-725-2800. If you're looking for more health and wellness resources, you can check out our online health magazine that gets sent to your pdx.edu email every Wednesday, or you can download the CampusWell app. Also, feel free to check out the virtual MindSpa experience to rest, relax, and rejuvenate wherever you have internet access. We will be including resource links in the episode description, as well as a link to an episode transcript. If you have any questions about health, wellness, shack, or anything we discussed in this podcast, please fill out the Google form in the episode description. Thanks for listening and take care. We'll see you next week on What's Up, Wellness from the Third Floor.